Coming up on another day in Retirement Paradise, if you are over 55 and thinking about retirement, we want you to join us here as we dive into the world of required minimum distributions. You might know them as RMDs. And in this episode, we're going to talk about the reasons behind these mandatory withdrawals from your retirement savings, talk about some of the strategies that are out there that you might be able to potentially avoid having to use them and just understanding the risks of not preparing for RMDs in advance is so important. And then for those that are fortunate enough not to even rely on RMDs for income, we're going to talk about ways that you can utilize those funds. That's all coming up here on another day in Retirement Paradise. Welcome to another day in Retirement Paradise, your guide to achieving financial independence and navigating the journey to a blissful retirement. Your host is Eric Judy, RICP, a seasoned financial professional with more than two decades of experience and the driving force behind Judy Financial Group. Whether you're on the cusp of retirement or just beginning to consider your financial future, Eric Judy will provide the tools and knowledge you need to confidently plan for a comfortable and fulfilling retirement. Well, glad to have you on the show once again. I am Ben George, along with Eric Judy, founder of Judy Financial Group. Eric, what's up happening today? Oh, just another day in paradise. I love it. <laughs> retirement paradise. In this case, it's just regular paradise. So I haven't gotten retirement yet. So. <laughs> just another day in paradise. Well, RMDs is a, is a key piece of the retirement puzzle, right? And I don't know how many people think about RMDs well ahead of time. You probably heard about them, especially if you're uh, approaching retirement. But this is something you really have to think through. Yeah. The funny thing is when people call and first are planning about retirement, they don't even factor in required minimum distributions into the conversations typically. They're just trying to figure out, you know, what they need to do to to get their first paycheck. And when we start asking about, you know, hey, uh, the you know, tax time bombs potentially or some of these other key phrases, you know, have you thought about what the Secure Act 2.0 changes are going to do for you? They're, they're like RMDs, DRMs, it, the 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 acronyms go crazy hmm. because they don't aren't clear on what the what they need to do but yes RMDs are a key point and they're confusing people don't understand how they're calculated and the math on the IRS website makes it interesting you know they give you the answers but still confusion a lot of confusion when it comes to RMDs so. yeah and on top of that they've changed the ages the last few years too so you might have one thing in mind and not even realize that it's completely changed twice over the last few years yeah exactly yeah well, we got a so, good yeah, show for they, they have moved it from 72 to 75. We'll, we'll, we'll kill the lead there right there. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Well, we're going to talk through some of these strategies, uh, kind of break down RMDs for you here on today's episode. And again, if you want to follow up and, and discuss RMDs or anything within your financial plan or retirement planning, any needs you might have, or just want to begin that process, getting close to retirement, log on judyfg.com. You can schedule a meeting with Eric through the website right there as well. And the phone number 217 303 one seven one one. Now, you, you kind of mentioned, you know, just people not expecting or not planning for RMDs, and people probably aren't even sure why they're even around. Like, what, what's the point of even making me pull this money out of my accounts when I don't necessarily need it? So why then, let's start there, are people required to withdraw these these savings from their account? Yeah, it's it goes back to the IRS regs. So your regulation. So let's go back to what a qualified plan or basically in this case, I'm going to generalize your IRAs, individual retirement plans, 401ks, 
those things that allow you to have tax deferral. Let's just put it in that bucket. Okay. So you, while you're working, you had the opportunity starting in the early 1970s to take dollars out and save them for retirement. The nice thing about that savings element is that you did not pay taxes on that portion that they were going to allow you to save. So the IRS in their infinite wisdom or in the Congress, I guess in this case, created the law. They said, all right, you can accumulate this, allow it to grow tax deferred keyword, not tax free tax deferred. Right. So you set it off to the side, allows it to grow, but the IRS needs those tax dollars. It's not a free pass. It's a pass deferral. <laughs> and eventually they need to collect that money. So why RMDs? At some point in time, they said, even if you don't need that money, personally, the IRS needs their portion. The number has changed, but let's just call it age 72 for today is the low one. So at age 72, you have to take out a portion of that tax deferred asset and basically pay your portion of taxes on that portion. It'll eventually increase to age 75 over the the next few years, but just know that if even if you don't need the dollars, the IRS wants their portion. So yes, every IRA 401k qualified plan that was tax deferred eventually has to have a withdrawal so that the taxes get paid. So hmm. that's that's kind of the the core cornerstone from what a required minimum distribution is. It's the requirement to pull out a certain out amount out and then let the IRS take their portion. IRS will always get their money, right? That's they'll, right. They'll Death and taxes, we'd say, the two things you can't avoid. Yep. So. Well, the first question then for a lot of people probably, why do I need to do these RMDs? The second one then is after you explain them is, is there anything we can do to avoid having to take them? So there are a couple strategies to avoid them. The first is the most common and most popular is there is something called a IRA to Roth conversion where okay. you're allowed to basically convert your traditional IRA into a Roth IRA. Now, when you do that conversion, it will be subject to tax. So it doesn't avoid taxes, but what it does do is move it from one qualified bucket to a Roth bucket. Roth buckets, the Roth IRA, is not subject to an RMD when it's your account. <laughs> They just made a change, so if somebody inherits it, they have to basically take the distributions over 10 years. But okay. for you personally, if you want to avoid having to take out a required minimum distribution every year, you could do a Roth conversion to avoid having to then be forced into taking a certain portion each year and then paying the taxes at that point in time. doesn't allow you to avoid the taxes, but it does allow you to get the RMD out of the way. So. So that's probably the primary way most people that are looking to just avoid the RMD portion move to uh, to make the change, and that's through a Roth conversion. Okay. If you want to learn more about Roth conversions, whether or not that's something that, that makes sense for you, again, log on, judyfg.com. All right. For those that haven't been thinking about it and are getting close to retirement and and, uh, and, and still saying, oh, well, I'll, I'll, I'll get there eventually. We'll figure it out when it, when it comes time. What are some of the risks if you're not planning in advance for this? What, what are some things that could go wrong if you if you don't plan out these RMDs and how you're going to take them? Yeah. And most people say, well, isn't it just like free money? You know, I, I <laughs> have to take my required distribution, but, you know, it's my money. Right. 
So, and unfortunately, they don't realize what happens. And, and the first thing we talk about is tax bracket. So the tax bracket issues are typically in two elements, Social Security. But for most people, the one that comes into more, more importantly in the play is a tiered Medicare Part B premium. When your income goes over certain thresholds, um, you're subject to a larger either contribution for Medicare Part B or potentially a larger percentage of your income that is going to be subject to tax or your social on your Social Security. So one of the risks by not planning for these pieces is that the longer you defer, the greater those buckets grow. You're potentially going to be paying higher premiums, larger chunks out for dollars you don't even really need. So by failing to plan, you're potentially going to put yourself in a position where, hey, yeah, I, my Medicare premium is at the lowest tier. Well, if you go $1 over that tier, you, it jumps up another $100 a month. And then if it goes over that, it can jump up as much as even $500 a month if you get to the top tier, which most people are not even aware of. So that is one of the biggest risks we like to talk about and so why we think it's important to plan for RMD distributions. So there are some things out there that by not planning, they can get you, I like to say, the fist out of the dark. Yeah, and there's really nothing you can do, right? If you get to that point where you have to start taking them and you haven't planned for them, it's, you're just kind of stuck, right? Well, there are a couple little strategies okay. that we can, if it's going to cost you by taking one more dollar in an RMD, if it's going to cost you, you know, potentially $500 a month, there are things we like to talk to people about. And usually it's the, the qualified charitable contribution. Um, so if you've got an RMD requirement, you know, so you're at that level, you can make that contribution, take that RMD and actually donate it directly to charity. Okay. where it is not then forced to be claimed as part of your tax. So by donating it directly, you can avoid that kicking you to that next tier. Mm -hmm. That's usually the main strategy we would look for somebody to utilize if they're right on that threshold and they haven't done any pre-planning. So th there are a couple of strategies to look at, but that's the primary one when we're getting right there to avoid kind of that money that they don't know what to do with. <laughs> Okay. So. All right, we're going through RMDs, making sure you understand them. Uh, again, to give some of the basics for what you need to know and, and why you need to prepare for them. And I think one of the frustrating things about RMDs for some people is that, hey, I don't need the money right now. I don't. I got to take it out, but I don't really need it. So let's talk about that for a second. Then if there's someone that doesn't need that money for income right now, what do you typically suggest they do with it? You know, it's tough to be typical, <laughs> um, but you know, there's nothing that says, hey, you can't take it out, pay your portion of the taxes. And then reinvest it. That's usually the, the first and foremost, you know, for people to say, I hate, I hate having to deal with these RMDs. Well, you could take the, the RMD is based typically off of a minimum withdrawal. There's nothing that says you can't pull out a larger amount. Just know that you're going to pull out a portion that potentially is going to put you in a higher tax bracket if you pull too much. So the first and foremost is, Hey, how do we, you know, pull these out? And either save the additional, you know, there's nothing wrong with gifting. You know, you can give these dollars, you know, to your heirs. You can start distributing them other ways. You know, the, there are options for pulling out an RMD, using it sometimes to buy life insurance so they can then pass the, you know, the pass portions tax-free. So there's lots of strategies for folks that are basically saying, hey, I, I don't need this money. 
well, how can we then make it more efficient to either give to a charity or give to the next generation? So, yeah, it's those are the the elements I think that uh, we're trying to help folks strategize and, and conceptualize what they can do, uh, whether it be charitable giving or you know estate planning or Roth conversions even at that stage. So, all right, so some strategies there to talk through if uh, if you think income is needed from those RMDs and other things you can be doing with that money. Once you take it out. All right. Let's kind of close out uh, maybe a, a story or an anecdote uh, from the work that you do with, with clients every day. Is there anything you can think back on, an example of maybe how you've helped someone plan around RMDs? In a lot of what we just kind of discussed, uh, we've got a number of clients where this is their charitable giving. They have a charitable uh, bent. And so each year they take the number of RMDs and, you know, that they use, in this case, Primarily, uh, they're, they're giving to their church or they're giving to a college. A 501c3 that is a legitimate charity that they can then basically take that RMD, avoid paying taxes, and giving it directly to charity. Um, that's been the primary way for folks that really don't need that RMD to, I guess, manage it most efficiently. And it's for folks that already had that charitable contribution element, and this just made it more efficient. Um, and more tax efficient for them. So there are, and as we've done retirement planning, um, it's shocking for those folks typically that have, and, and we've got some clients that specifically did a great job of savings, tune of, of multi-million dollars of deferred contributions basically going into traditional IRAs. The The strange thing for and I'm thinking of one client in particular, but they are actually going to have a higher income in retirement due to their RMD distributions than they ever have in their life, um, much higher than they need. Unfortunately, it is because they did a, such a great job of maxing out their 401ks and their qualified distributions you know, in this particular case, the client has over $8 million in deferred savings in IRAs. They're going to be forced to actually double their income because of the RMD distribution. Unfortunately, they didn't realize what it's now doing to them as far as their Medicare contributions um, and what it's going to cost them for health insurance now in retirement because they've done such a great job of savings. So some of the things we've talked about with that client is looking at doing Roth conversions over a period of time to reduce their taxable contribution or their taxable distributions from RMDs. Um, and it's how do we bring down that tier to get them to a reasonable spot? Unfortunately, it doesn't allow them to avoid taxes, but in this case, that client can get to the point where they're actually managing their Medicare premiums based off of how much the RMD is going to be reduced if we do Roth conversions. So so that that's probably the biggest one from a standpoint of, of a specific individual that we've kind of had the really had a significant RMD that really placed a lot of, of uh, pressure on other elements and other taxation issues. So, All right. That's a great story and, and one that kind of – Gives you a good idea of, of what goes into the the conversations, the planning, and what uh, Judy Financial Group can can do to help you out if if you aren't positioned properly and hadn't really thought about RMDs yet. If you want to follow up again, encourage you to reach out uh, to Judy Financial Group. You can do so online, judyfg.com. 
And you can also call 217-303-1711. They've been working nationally and meeting with clients remotely since 2010. So there's plenty of uh, opportunity for you to do so if you're not around uh, the area there in Illinois. If you're outside of that area and want to meet with Eric, you can do so. Just log on, schedule a meeting through judyfg.com. Um, just kind of close it out with this, Eric, for anyone that uh, is getting close to retirement, what age generally, and again, I know you don't like to do the typically, <laughs> but what uh, what age do you, should you be thinking about it and really starting to kind of lean into your RMD planning? Yeah, the earlier, the better. So here's a really good rule of thumb. So if you're going to be forced to start taking RMDs, if you're in the youngest age group today, you want to think about it typically five to 10 years prior to your RMD. So in this case, you know, we'll use 72, 62 to 67 is that area you want to think about. The funny thing is I would tell you for, for clients that are going to use social security for a big portion of their retirement. If you retire prior to social security, if we can do Roth conversions prior to starting it, it becomes much more efficient. And I would tell you Medicare age is 65. So if we're going to do Roth conversions, there's a two-year look back. And so the earlier we can do those, the better off we are because from a tax standpoint. So again, lots of moving levers that come into play, which is a long way of answering the earlier, the better. Um, The more you have that plan in place in the framework, it allows us to make some modifications. And if we're thinking about doing something like a Roth conversion, that it makes sense. It's easier to do it over a multi-year time period, whether it be five or 10 years. And that's where that kind of number comes into play. Long answer to a short question. Yeah, and I think that's important. It just kind of shows you that you there are some things that you might be able to do earlier that uh, you miss out on the longer you wait. So again, five to 10 years out, be thinking about this and having a strategy for RMDs. All right, well, hopefully this helps you out. Again, if you have questions, you can always call Eric, 217-303-1711. And you can find all of our podcasts online, judyfg.com. Eric, thanks again for your time. Hope you have a good week. You do the same, Ben. And as always, we'd like to wish you and all the listeners another day in retirement paradise. Contact Eric Judy by calling 217-303-1711 or visit judyfg.com. Advisory services offered through Creative One Securities, LLC, an investment advisor. Judy Financial Group and Creative One Securities, LLC are not affiliated. Guarantees, including optional benefits, are backed by the claims-paying ability of the issuer and may contain limitations, including surrender charges, which may affect policy values. Information is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute tax, legal, or investment advice. Always consult with a qualified tax, legal, or investment professional before taking any action. Investing involves risk, including possible loss of principal. We are not affiliated with any government agency.